He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping keep. Seppi Verdi. He really messes with his brain. One is, is the daughter of divorced parents. The other is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Twilight Arby's. Playcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. As far as I'm your host, uh, as, no, as far as I your, did I say as far as I your host? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. Wait! Hold on, we gotta start all this over. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Twilight Arby's Playcast. As far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Twilight, the books, Twilight, the movies, and Arby's, the fast food restaurant. I'm your host, Jamie Ward, and welcome to a very special episode. We're driving. We're, we, we, we totally are driving, and I, uh, I don't want to give away where we are driving to, but I can tell you that um, you're in luck because you're in a, for a very special episode. This is an extremely special episode. This is the first episode of the Twilight Arby's podcast, and this is part 21 of our special 30-parter first episode. So this podcast has existed for 21 weeks so far, and we are on the first episode. I think that's pretty good. Hopefully, this is one of the better sounding mobile ones. We are not in studio today. I am running in 1,000 feet. An errand. <coughs> oh, gonna have to edit that out. But uh, just because I am running an errand does not mean we are not gonna have a great episode. Partially, the reason to have a great episode is that it's gonna be an episode at all. You know that the thing that I battle with most in my art, and we're not going to call this podcast art, but that most art people that are artists, I don't call myself an artist again. I'm being called that by other people, uh, which sounds like the most pretentious thing ever. Here's the thing. I actually want to say, like, Turn left onto Louisiana 92. I don't West care. I don't care. I actually wish I could get the influence of all these other people out of my life about what I do because it does not matter what it's called it does not matter what I do I just want to have fun and doing things like having a podcast is important to me because I have done this now through through a bunch of stuff right I have had this podcast for long enough that it uh, you know that it has existed through life events. It has existed for a a serious proportion of my life. And I think that's an interesting thing to think about when we think about, uh, especially like characters from Twilight who are, well, let's take, let's, let's just start at the beginning. Let's take the first Twilight movie, right? And you have Edward who is a vampire. It's like 214 years old or something. I've, I don't remember. I don't. The producer's not online at the at the moment. That's right. Chat GP reducer T uh, or Katie. None of them are or Matt. Uh, right. So anyway, he is a 
vampire that is in school, but apparently he is, you know, like the mythology states that the undead have been alive for, or, or sort of like undead, but living, living amongst the living. And he's been like that for a couple of decades, a couple, I'm sorry, a couple of centuries now, right? So the amount of time he knows Bella is very small. It's less than 0.5% of the time he's existed, too, because we also don't know how old he was. I'm probably sure we do if we listened to the movies closer or read the books, because it was probably like he got turned when he was, I don't know, 24 or, or something. So you tack on the percentages of the fact that he was like existing as a vampire for several centuries and he was alive a little bit after that, right? So it can't even, it's not even 1%, like, knowing, <clears throat> knowing somebody for a whole year means that he's not even, that knowing him for one year out of the life would not even be 1% of the amount of time he's known him, right? So that's what I'm trying to point out in this math equation is that 1% of your life for one year, if you've been alive for 100 years, that sounds like a pretty small amount. Now let's look at what happens during year two. You have exponentially grown to not only two times as much of that amount is taken up. It's not, it's not the exact math on it, but I'm not a genius and I'm not gonna go through it all um, in my head uh, because I, I'm, I don't know the exact, you gotta scale scale uh, both numbers, the bigger number and the littler number, and so the, but the ratio between the difference gets smaller and smaller each time. So yeah, this is pretty exciting. I don't know if uh, everybody could probably figure out where I am right now based on having these driving instructions playing in the background, but I am headed to the water mill. Water is the source of all life, and filling up the tank is extremely important, and I just want to make sure that everybody always has all the water they need. And does nobody trust, and does nobody trust municipal water anymore? And I say that as like, there's probably a good reason for that. I don't think anybody should, I guess. Um, but I feel like everybody, everybody filters, everybody buys bottled, distilled, dispensed water. I don't, I don't know what, what's up with that, whether that's a product of people just feeling like nobody is, I don't know. I would be interested to find out if they, if generationally people are becoming less trusting of their water, and there's been several high, high-profile news stories about communities with bad water, so I don't know if it's so much that, like if those stories are making everybody think that the water is bad, or if everybody has just taken a lot more accountability for... Um, a lot more accountability for 
paying attention to the health of their water that they're ingesting into their bodies, which would be a really great thing, which would be an important thing, something I believe in strongly, because I think hydrating is one of the most important things people do. That's one of the only things you really have control in, control of, of your life. You can choose to drink water. Uh, I definitely think we need to do a better job making sure that there's clean, accessible water to everyone in the world because everybody deserves that. And also, it just really doesn't cost that much per the amount that you have to have to keep somebody alive and healthy. And yet we make it such a more complicated task than it needs to be. Now, I am also not going to be one of those people that completely sort of ignores the amount of work that has to go into making water safe and potable. That is one of my problems about sometimes sometimes when there is sort of this idea that oh, we need like when there's complaining towards other people, why why doesn't everybody have free, clean, safe, accessible water? Yes, that is true. And I think everybody deserves that. But I think that sometimes rage is misplaced and disproportionately too, because not many of those people that have that complaint actually want to work in water. Now, there are wonderful people that are working for the water systems, and hopefully many of them are trying their hardest to do a good job making water safe and potable and distribute it to people, like the municipal water supply systems, the, the government systems, right? Some of them are not good. Some of them are not run well, and some of them have bad people that are not caring about their jobs. But you have that in every single field. It's amazing. People are saying on the internet, I was reading this morning on one of the Reddit threads where I was always looking for specific information about how to edit videos from video professionals and the, or not, uh, I'm sorry, cinematographers. And they got into this whole sort of yelling thing about they don't like influencers. <coughs> So people don't like influencers. People uh, all want to be influencers. People don't want to work in sort of city jobs or public works jobs, you know, stuff like that. Which that's that's fine. <coughs> I mean, I think one of the beautiful things about uh, I think one of the beautiful things about the amount of freedom we're supposed to sort of have in our lives, theoretically, is that you're given the opportunity and choice to sort of pick and choose a little bit. This is not a blanket statement that, that no, I mean, it is a blanket statement. It's very generic. I know that there are many exceptions. I know that that's not the truth for a lot of people, and that's fine. But again, I'm also talking about the rage specifically towards the fact that not everybody has free, clean, safe, and accessible water, the the rage about why that's wrong often comes from people that really just want to fix the solution with their rage, but don't want to take the actual 
tangible steps that they could, such as, I don't know, working for your public water systems. So I care a little bit, but not enough to do actually anything, but I will always support and try to give out water to anybody that needs it. So if you ever need water, hit me up. Uh, hit any of us up. I, I know it's really just me that runs this podcast, but you can email the Twilight Arby's podcast at silverliningsplaycast at gmail.com. S-I-L-V-E-R-L-I-N-I-N-G-S-P-L-A-Y-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And let us know if you have water and what your feelings are about water and how much water you have and whether it's safe and if you like to drink it or not. And if you would ever work for the water companies. Now, I've been getting a lot of complaints from the people that I live with. Uh, Two of them, 50%. Wait, no. So, (coughs) excuse me. Half the people in our household, but 66% of the people that I live with there's four, we, four of us live in the household, so two of them, meaning two people that aren't me, but two out of the three people that I live with do not like the taste of the water that I get, and they're going to be very disappointed because I'm buying more water of the exact same kind of water, but also, I'm the only one that goes and fills all the water. <clears throat> So I'm not super concerned about getting everybody tasty water. I am getting all the water right now, both paying for it and spending the time to get it. So, you know, everybody gets that kind of water. That's fine. (coughs) They can deal with it. All right, we are getting close. We are only four minutes away from the water mill. This is interesting. This is, I have to go all, it's almost a 20 minute drive to get to where I fill the waters. This is going to be, it's always, always kind of an annoying trip. It used to be really close. There used to be one that was four minutes away and now the closest one is 19 minutes away. And that it used to be there was one that was also nine to ten minutes away so it's almost twice as far to go get it and you got to factor in too not just the time to go get it but it's but you know that length has doubled as a round trip trip too so now I spend almost an hour it's not quite because it's like 40 minutes driving and then it's five to ten minutes of actually filling up the water but you know if i hit traffic or a stoplight or something and there are several lights on the way stopping me from just smoothly going to get the water it's two towns away too there's it's funny there's one that is geographically closer fewer miles and yet i don't go there because it would take more time to get to that one because it's slower it's in the city at least this one is a straight shot you just uh you can either go on a two-lane highway or a back road to get it well that's okay that is part of the reason maybe this 
Maybe this should be the Twilight Arby's water podcast. And yeah, I know last week's podcast was a real downer. And I'll tell you, I'm still feeling really down. Down too. There's still... um. <laughs> But it's okay. It's not... It's not the worst. Things will get better. I'll tell you one of the things that that has been really good, I've enjoyed. Several mutual friends of the friend that I lost last week have reached out. And we have had the opportunity to share some happy, fun memories, and one of the things I regret most is that of all my friends, you never got to be a guest on this podcast, and man, man, oh man, would I love to have him as a guest, I would love to have an hour that I could listen to his voice and me talking and I'm pretty sure he would be absolutely tickled by the fact that we are on part 21 of a special 30 parter if we're and that's ignoring the special the 70 parts we got to the 100 parter of the last podcast that we tried to do but that podcast is no longer <coughs> Because times change and stuff changes, and um, yeah, so it's been it's been a week. It's been quite a week. That's okay. We are gonna reset. I don't know if people think of Sunday as the first day of the next week or the last day of the previous week. I know that I um, definitely uh, have different opinions. I always feel like Sunday is the last day of the previous week. But you know what? It's called weekends. So technically, I think Friday and Saturday, I mean, Saturday and Sunday. I think Saturday is supposed to be the last day of the previous week and that Sunday is supposed to be the first day of the next week. But is that really like how how we think of it because I think people I say that I say people too like I don't I don't know. Okay, so I'm actually outside now. This will be fun. This will be a little bit of a test where we got a wireless mic system so we'll see probably getting some outside noise too right now I don't know if y'all can hear that but there's definitely a bunch of bunch of wind 
so fortunately we did get windscreens for the lav mic and we did some good gain staging before this so hopefully hopefully it's not too awful listening to this but i can also imagine it's probably not the greatest either that's why people record in studios and they don't record <coughs> outside at water mills. I wonder if that sounded any better, though. And sorry, because I'm slightly distracted. I'm putting the change in the, in the water mill. Uh, I sort of do enjoy this task, though. It's nice because it's real important. Again, you've heard my feelings on what I feel like about keeping people full of water. And so now, hopefully, I think we've, I think we probably are getting good levels on this. Are we hitting, are we peaking at over 12? I think we're peaking at a little bit over 12. But I have, I have the most gain coming in, so... The most amount of gain is coming in on the transmitter, and then we have far less that we are getting on the recorder. <clears throat> so I believe that should mean that our signal is a little bit cleaner this week than it often is. I don't know if that is a fact or not, but I do know that that is what I have learned through all my my studying of sound. And also, here we go. Um, one of the waters is almost full. I feel anywhere from two to five, no, two to three five-gallon jugs of water. And this one is done, so let me go get it. <clears throat> I'm also interested, uh, not just the fact that I have, I get the opportunity to test the wind and how this sounds when it's outside. Like, right here, I'm outside, I was in my car. But now, I'm outside standing at the water mill, and this is what I'm really curious about, about like, does this sound really bad or is it all right um is it <clears throat> when i'm walking around <clears throat> i always hope it sounds okay i want it to sound all right <clears throat> and i wonder how uh not just because we're now subject to the environmental conditions of being outside in the wind, but also we have a little distance too. So I'm curious about how that affects the, um, how, how that affects the quality of the water. Uh, not how it affects the quality of the water, 
how it affects the quality of the sound. All right, so I am, sorry, I'm distracted again because I am having to put the coins into the machine. You pay, we pay $1.50 for five gallons of water. And that is a pretty good price because you will often pay more, more than a dollar. You will often pay well over a dollar, well over a dollar fifty for a 16.9 ounce bottle of water. When you buy a bottle of water to drink, Okay, so I'm sure it's pretty loud, but I think it's also pretty exciting. <clears throat> oh yeah, I was talking about the quality of the sound, the, the distance. So yes, there's two things that are affecting the distance when I stand over here by the water mill. The wind, and you have sound from the cars and the vehicles that are going by. But also there's a little distance. We're, we're getting to test how well the signal from the transmitter to the receiver of this wireless, wireless mic system works and whether that distance is creating uh, any any loss of quality or degradation <clears throat> I am going to start a whole new podcast as well uh, this podcast is going to keep going but I'm finally ready after about three years maybe maybe even almost four maybe I'm going on my fourth year three or four years I'll, I'll sit and do the math on that when I get home for the other podcast. Not this one, because I guess it doesn't really matter for this one whether the podcast is worthwhile or not. But um, but yeah, uh, I am working on starting a, a serious podcast. And it's not to say this one isn't serious, but this one has definitely played its role there's a very specific point of this one, and this is more an exercise in continuity and doing things. This podcast is about getting done. I actually want to run another podcast, a specific podcast, that is both informational and entertaining on a specific topic. So I will sort of get into that as as we get closer to the time, too, for that. Okay, so this took about five minutes to fill up all those waters. And now I can head home. And, yeah. And let's see. The lav almost came off. So I knocked it. I didn't knock it off, but I definitely... Uh, definitely impacted it with, uh, with the amount of time. Okay, I'm pulling out now, and I'm in another town, and I am going, going home. 
so we have 10 gallons of water and it costs three dollars and that is a way better rate than the amount if i was to buy bottles for everybody because i think the cheapest i could get a case of like 24 16.9 ounce bottles is probably like seven dollars and i don't know how many gallons that is but it's not as good per ounce per gallon as using the water mill and on the way out here i know i was talking about how everyone i live with complains about the quality of this water but again I'm the one getting the water, so I don't want to spend more time and effort and money <clears throat> than what's already going into it to make sure that everybody has good, clean drinking water, okay? Even though I think it's very important. Uh, how many people put this much work into this amount of water, right? These are all choices. This is a choice that everybody could have to get water, to get extra water, to get special water. And me personally, I don't, I don't want to go too far above and beyond. I just want to get, uh, I just want to get water for everybody to drink the bare minimum because people drink water for different reasons for health for thirst for routine for hydration or something I don't think there's any sort of one reason that's better than another all I know is that my priority is just the fullness of liquids, hydration, really. The biggest complaint my housemates have been giving me about the quality of the water is feeling like they're not hydrated from drinking it. And then the, the second most complaint is has to do with the flavor of it. Now, I personally don't care too much about the flavor of the water. I think you just, you drink water, it tastes like water, yeah. And if you don't like the flavor of water, you find a different water. Or you can flavor your water. My biggest worry about it is the cleanliness and safety. <clears throat> I don't want people getting sick from something that they're trying to do to stay hydrated, which is the thing you need to do to stay alive. So we have different water priorities, and my water priority is different from a lot of people's. And this is what I think I was talking about earlier in the episode. I don't know if it's a generational thing or what's going on that people are of my generation, both millennials and Gen Z, and a little bit of uh, late Gen X, caring more about the flavor of water than 
people used to. Like, this is an important thing now. And I don't know if that is, sort of, you know what I'm saying? A generational thing that people care more about the flavor of their water nowadays than they used to. It's not just about hydration. I am still of the mindset that you drink water because you need water. We are mostly water. And you need to replenish yourself for the amount that you lose through evaporation and peeing it out and just uh, existing, right? Like you spend, you spend part of yourself to exist and that's the water expenditure. And so you got to refill, you got to replenish yourself from the inside. And if there was other parts of us that we could just consume when we were thirsty and not feeling like ourselves and that would be wonderful I'm sure I would drink way more than water if there was if there was like peace if you could drink a bottle of 16.9 ounces of calm of comfort of stability of safety I would be chugging that all the time because existing is hard I'm not actually sure how we lose the water in all the ways. I know I know that we expel fluid on the daily that definitely is one of the losses of water, but I'm not even sure if that's the primary loss of water. I don't know scientifically. I don't know medically how we lose majority of our water so I can't speak to that totally I can't really tell you medically how we could prevent the most loss of water without the replenishment but that being said I know that replenishment is important I know that what that so that's one of my focus. I'm, I'm thinking much more strongly about our need to replenish than I am about loss prevention. <clears throat> and that's probably something I need to think about because most cases in life, most issues, you can be far more efficient probably in finding ways to reduce your loss of water than you could about intake of new water. I don't know. I'm not really an expert on any of those things. I have never looked into that information at all. I have never studied it. I'm not even sure my beliefs on water are correct because I, I, I realize a lot of the things I'm saying are based on I don't know what they're colloquial expressions, idioms, adverb, not adverbs, proverbs, um, proverbs, more like, no, that's like a, uh, just sayings, idioms, truisms, cliches, <clears throat> it's saying things like, oh, we're, the human body is, people say the human body has X percent of water. I'm not sure we learned that as a scientific fact as kids. I think that was just something that was told to us, handed down like a science myth 
on what what we are but I don't know if the science would back up that we are that percentage of water that everybody claims to be that we are water when they say that I'm sure there is an actual scientific amount of percentage of water. Also, we're probably not all the same amount of water, too. Probably each person has their own level of water that they are, that we are. That, And I don't know. I know, um, I, know I used to have a scale... And that scale used to say what percentage my hydration level was. I don't know if that was saying what level amount of water I was, or if that was just saying the uh, amount of hydration I was that I should be. I don't know. I wish I had sort of looked into that further and... And that was always saying, when I read the, the scale for my hydration rate, I am I feel like it was always saying around 50. And so again, because I don't know how to read that, I don't know if that means that I didn't have enough water in me or if that was measuring something else, like a level of hydration that we needed to be. I don't know if that was saying, hey, you're stepping on the scale, and when you do, you are 50% water right now. Or if that was saying that there's a level of of hydration people need to be. I do know a little... So I, I don't know. Again, <clears throat> I'm sort of overstepping my bounds and how much I, I know about it, but I did look into it a little bit because I was curious, how could a scale tell me how much water... Apparently, it would send an electrical charge through you... And the amount of time that signal was delayed in returning to the sensor would calculate the density of water in your body. So I don't know if that knowledge helps explain my, my question, whether I'm wondering if that was a if that was an indicator of how hydrated we were or if that was an indicator, a measurement of what percentage of water we are. It would kind of be a little terrifying to me. I'm saying that half jokingly, but also half true if it was in fact a record of how much water we are because if it's that measurable that I could drink a glass of water, let's say let's say I weigh 100 pounds. I don't weigh 100 pounds. I wish I did. But let's say I weighed 100 pounds and 100% of that pounds is broken up into 50% water and 50% not water, right? Well, I could drink a pound of water, I guess. I mean, I think a bottle, 16.9 ounces, I I always get confused because I think ounces can measure two different things. I think you have the volume measurement of ounces, which is like the spatial 
size, but then you also have the weight of ounces, and I'm not sure how much they correlate, but I do believe that when you're talking about a bottle of water, you're getting close to a pound of water, and that's just based on my hand-holding estimation, because I know there's a lot of hamburgers that are half a pound or a quarter pound. Most name, most importantly, um, uh, McDonald's is quarter pounder burger, which you can get a double quarter pounder, which would be a half pounder. Now, also though, those weights are measured before the meat is cooked, so when you're actually holding it, you're probably not holding a full half pound of meat. But you might be holding a half pound because the amount that cooks off is just a little bit of fat that turns into liquid. If they're using, I don't know, uh, an 80% ground round or ground chuck or whatever the beef content is that says it's 80% fat, I know there's different levels of fat you can get. Um, I've seen anywhere from, I think, I believe 65, um, so I think, I think anywhere from 35% to 90% of fat, um, is, is the content of fat your ground beef can have, depending on what kind you get, so... That means that you, I don't, and again, so this is sort of like the opposite problem of the amount, is it talking about hydration level or the amount of water we are? Is that the percentage of mass that you can cook off if you cook off the fat? Like if I cook 80% lean ground beef and I heat it to the point that all the fat that can be melted out melts out, does that mean that 20% of what I was cooking, 20% of the weight has been lost, 20% of the mass has been lost, or is it not a percentage like that? I don't know. I wish I knew. I'm very curious about that kind of thing, though. Um, I really wish that would be interesting. That would make me feel a lot better, too. Also, then, that would be weird. I don't think that could be true because people like to get leaner meat so that it has less fat, but if, if you're burning off, um, wait, unless that isn't actually not a health thing, but an amount thing. Are people getting 90% lean beef because then only 10% cooks off so they're keeping more percent of that actually re makes me re think the whole oh no I am now rethinking all my beef choices in all all time this is a weird a weird line of of thinking. I huh. I don't I don't know. This is weird. Um huh. 
I need to figure out, huh? Well, anyway, I returned from my water adventure. I have to think about another adventure now. And maybe we'll wrap up this episode. This has been a pretty good episode. Not as far as, like, it's probably not the most exciting. Nobody wants to think about water as much as me. But I wanted to think about this kind of stuff. So, interesting. Um, yeah, I guess this is a good enough time to wrap up. We're at 44 minutes and once I cut out the fat from this episode, right? This Anyway, um Thanks for Thanks for tuning in. Uh tune in Next week and every week, as long as we keep doing this, for all the latest on Twilight the Movies, Twilight the Books, and Arby's Fast Food Restaurant. And until next time, we'll see you down the road and Excelsior. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Seppi Verdi. He really messes with his brain. One is, is the daughter of divorced parents. The other is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Twilight Arby's. Play cast.